Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in to the FTI Sports Show. I'm your host, Chris Asbrock. Uh, we are actually brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue Pit with two new locations in South Lebanon and the Mason, Ohio. Make sure you check out Dickies.com for more information. Yesterday, uh, the Bengals moved to 2-0 on the season with a, a nice hard-fought victory over the San Diego Chargers. Uh, it was a tough game. Uh, it was a great game if you're a Bengals fan. Um, you know, just simply, you know, for the victory. Uh, but, you know, if you're a Chargers fan, different story. You know, overall, good game. Wasn't pretty, but it's a win. Uh, that's the key part here. Um, you know, like I said, 24-19, defenses are the ones who, you know, the Bengals, the Bengals defense is going to be one of the top units in the in the in the league, basically, is what it's going to come down to. And uh, and they showed up yesterday. Uh, they had some issues yesterday. Uh, anytime you face Phillip Rivers, you know it's going to be a tough uh, a tough go, and that's how it was actually. Uh, Phillip Rivers is going to put up his numbers. However, you know you you really didn't allow that to happen, and and the Bengals did a good job of keeping Rivers at bay. Uh, you know he came out through for over 400 yards in Week One. Uh, against the Lions, and, you know, like I said, the Bengals did a good job of, obviously, they kept them well under that. But, you know, overall, uh, that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, like I said, defense carried them. Uh, Andy Dalton did a phenomenal job. Uh, You know, kind of so far in these first two weeks, silencing the critics, he's done a great job of that. Uh, Once again, you know, Andy Dalton, uh, he goes 16-26, 214 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I uh, had a quarterback rating of 126.1. Uh, was under a little bit of duress, but never took a sack, obviously, which is huge. Um, but, you know, he did a great job. Uh, he connected with, uh, three, like I said, three touchdown passes. One to A.J. Green on uh, a beautiful uh, 16-yard pass to where A.J. Green did the majority of the work. And uh, actually, he did all the work. He came down and made a beautiful catch, got both feet inbounds. It was just simply an incredible play. By AJ Green, so you got to give all the credit in the world to AJ on that play. Uh, then there was another one to, uh, to Marvin Jones. There was a long pass play. Uh, Marvin Jones did a great job, uh, hauled it in, took it in for the score. And then uh, later on in the game, and it's one that I was, uh, I was kind of clamoring for, you know, the entire the entire game was to get Tyler Eifert involved, and he, they really didn't do a good job of doing that. Uh, it was just it was a matter of time, and uh, it just seemed like it took a while to to get him involved. Uh, once he did, he was able to bring in a touchdown pass. Uh, you know, he had uh, 49 yards receiving. You know, it's just, it was it was a great it was a great game. Like I said, overall, because Andy Dalton was able to spread the ball around. You know, between Eifert, uh, Jones, uh, AJ Green, uh, Fisher, which was the huge play. Uh, you know, it seems like for years we've been hearing. Uh, number number seventy four is the el- is uh, eligible, and that's you know like I said, it's been years we've you know we've kept hearing that. Sure enough, boom, uh, Jake Fisher was the eligible uh, receiver, and you know we we finally saw it. Hugh Jackson, uh, you know, threw that wrinkle out there. We haven't seen it all year. We haven't seen it in the past couple years. You know, it was a nice swing pass to uh, to offensive lineman Jake Fisher, second round draft pick. You know. Makes the catch and rumbles 31 yards. Uh, that's that's the kind of stuff that, you know, I was in attendance, the crowd was going nuts. So, you know, that's exactly the kind of thing that this offense can possess. And, you know, Hugh Jackson's got a lot of weapons. Uh, Andy Dalton's got a lot of weapons. 
there's no excuses after this season. So, you know, it's just going to come down to the fact that the offense is going to help. They've got to help supplement the, the defense. Uh, like I said, the defense held the Chargers to, you know, to 19 points. Uh, majority of that was not garbage time, but, you know, they they did a good job of, of holding them uh, to, you know, to nothing, uh, basically, and to what they could be. Uh, you know, like I said, it's just an overall, just a great game, uh, you know, top to bottom. It's a victory, and that's kind of why I'm saying it's a great game, even though it wasn't real pretty. Uh, like I said, you know, you had, you know, Giovanni Bernard, you know, gets that touchdown run, you had holds, you know, stuff like that. Uh, there was Tyler Croft who got the hold, things like that that this team has to, you know, they've got to cut out. Um, but, you know, like I said, overall, you know, it, it's it's nice. Uh, it's nice, you know, we're 2-0. Uh, now we've got a big game next week against Baltimore. Uh, this kind of stuff has to – that's got to go away. Uh, you know, like I said, Baltimore, they're 0-2, but it's an AFC North game. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we play them tough, and they play us tough, and that's just how it is. Uh, things like, you know, things that got to get, you know, got to go are, you know, Jeremy Hill. The fumbles, uh, he's had a bad case of fumbleitis uh, recently, and that's exactly what happened here. Uh, that cannot happen. Uh, he seemed to uh, looks like he got benched in the third quarter. Uh, he had that swing, the swing pad, and just you know, he just dropped it. And uh, he didn't get a touch after that. Uh, they they took him out, and uh, you know Gio Bernard came in and did an admirable job. And uh, you know that's the kind of you know that thunder lightning package that the Bengals have. You know they've been doing a great job here to uh, you know to get both involved. Uh, Jeremy Hill, obviously, he's going to get the majority of those of those carries. Um, but then you know what? That's just uh, <laughs> you know, if he's not going to be you know holding on to the ball and he's going to be a liability like that, you're going to see a lot more of Geo. Uh, Geo yesterday had 20 carries, 123 yards, three catches out of the backfield. That's the kind of thing that that's huge, and they needed that. And uh, you know, it's it's an, like I said, it's another weapon for Andy Dalton. And, you know, like I said, Dalton, you know, they've got the weapons this year, so there's no excuses for any of this. Uh, Dalton threw to, you know, eight different guys had passes yesterday that were, you know, that were caught. So that's that's another aspect here, along with a, a solid running game. If they can get Jeremy Hill to, you know, to cut out the fumble-itis part of it, and then you've got, like I said, you've got that, that nasty running back duo of, of Hill and Bernard, you know, there's some – you know, there's a good chance this Bengals offense is going to be – they're going to be nasty. And, uh, like I said, with, you got a defense. If they stay healthy, there's no reason this team cannot easily win the division and a couple playoff games, uh, you know, down the road here. But, you know, like I said, it's going to come down to the fact that, you know, you got to cut out the stupid penalties. you got to cut out the end of the holes and stuff like that. Stuff that, you know, take back big plays. Like I said, I mentioned the – um, the Giovanni Bernard touchdown run that he had that was, you know, called back due to a hold from Tyler Croft. That kind of stuff, you know, can't happen. And that's what it comes down to. Uh, you know, overall, like I said, you can't really – you can't – the Dalton haters out there, you know, we haven't heard them yet. You know, it's – I see – I'm a big Dalton supporter. Everyone knows that. That's the thing. And, uh, you know, it's just – I'm I'm gonna support him. Uh, you know, you know what you're gonna get from Andy Dalton. Uh, he's gonna be. I think he's an above average quarterback. And uh, he, you know, we drafted him for you know play like he has these first two games. You know, so far in the season, he's 41 for 60, 483 yards, five touchdowns, 
no interceptions, hasn't suffered a sack, and a quarterback rating of 120.3. That is the Andy Dalton that I that I saw at TCU and that I knew the Bengals, that's the player that they drafted. Uh, granted, you know, he, he's had some, you know, some bumps in the road, but who hasn't? What quarterback hasn't? And they, you know, it just seems like this city is so quick to to jump on these guys and and not bring them down, but very fickle fan base, and and they're quick to go after the quarterback. They did it with Carson Palmer, and now they're doing it with Andy Dalton. And you know what? I think that he makes some passes, and yes, he does some things that are maddening. That's what you're going to get, and that's what I mean. Not everything is on Andy Dalton. And, uh, you know, like I said, you're going to get games like he has in the first two, you know, where he's been just incredible. And that's just how he's – if he can play like this, which is exactly what the Bengals are expecting him to do, and this is what – this is just what it is. I mean, this is what I like to see. This is what I expect from my quarterback. You know, he signed that big deal. That's what I want from him. I expect this from him game in and game out. I don't care if it's, you know – if it's a primetime game or not. That's what I expect from Andy Dalton. And if that's what we get, things are going to be looking good for us. Uh, you know, you got to – like I said, just the weapons that we have, you know, with, with – now you have you, – you can throw Rex Burkhead now into it. Uh, Burkhead is another player that, you know, he gets those plays. He's just another weapon on top of the Eifert. Who, like I said, I didn't see him. I was at the game yesterday. I didn't see him involved until later on. I may have missed something, but you know what? Like I said, I didn't. I was clamoring for him all game long to get him involved. You had to get him involved exactly what, you know, how he was against the Raiders. You know, he he was basically Gronkowski on you know last Sunday. That's what we need this game. Um, it took him a while, but you know, once they got him involved, you know, that's you know, that's what you get out of it. You know, you're going to get some you know great plays. Uh, you're going to get them, you know, some touchdowns. That's just – that's what we get. Um, you know, like I said, you know, defensive-wise, though, um, they did a great job. They got four sacks on Phillip Rivers. Uh, you know, Rivers got the ball with, uh, you know, 109 left in the game. Uh, you know, and he had to go 80 yards to, to basically, you know, do a number on the Bengals. Uh, and, and they, you know, it was a bend-on-break situation. That's what they did. That's what we need um, – from this defense, you know, you got big guys stepping up here. Uh, you know, Wallace Gilberry, uh, you know, gets a sack. Uh, Geno Atkins, you know, once again, he, you know, him and Clark, you know, they they did a great job. You know, they, they you know, shared a sack. Um, you, you know, there were some plays, though, you know, that, that you can't have. Uh, you have to capitalize on certain situations, and the Bengals did, and they did not do that. Um, you know, they, they capitalized on the special teams blunder, uh, on the fumble, you know, on the very first uh, punt. You know, that's the, you know, when Keenan Allen buffed that punt, Emmanuel Amir was right there and got it. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you have to do. Got to capitalize on it. But then again, you know, you the team, the, the spe- or not the special teams, but the secondary did a great job against Oakland and tackling. They did a just a phenomenal job. They held – you know, Adam Jones came in with ten tackles on that on that in that game from the Oakland game. Uh, that's not because it was a bad day by everyone else. No, that was just because the ball was caught. Adam Jones made the tackle. That was the kind of thing that 
you know, you had to have, and that's that's exactly that was key, and they needed that. Uh, so you know, stuff like that, you can't have miscommunications. Um, you know, Jerry Kirkpatrick, Reggie Nelson on the forty-yard touchdown pass. Um, you know, where that they gave up uh, from from Philip Rivers. You know, that kind of stuff can't happen, but. You know, it was a simple miscommunication. It's going to happen, but, we, you know, in big games like that, you can't have it happen, unfortunately. Um, there's plays got to be made, but it, it just it has to happen, period. There's no excuses for it. Uh, you know, to open the second half, um, when you let the Chargers go right down and, and score to, you know, to start the second half, you can't have things like that happen either. That made the game pretty close. Uh, it kind of made you feel a little uncomfortable in the stadium. But, you know, it's stuff like that that cannot – you can't afford to have that happen. Um, but, you know, it did. But it doesn't matter, though. You still rebound and you, you make plays. Um, that's what they did. So, you know, things like that, they did a good job of, of shutting them down. And they – it was like I said, it was that bend but don't break mentality. And they did a good job with that. Um, you know – Special teams, obviously, and I think I wrote about it in my uh, in my preview on um, I'm, you know on the Field of Impact Sports blog. Um, you know, I looked ahead at the um, at the game, and I, I basically broke down you know each of the the positions and you know who had the advantage and stuff like that. Um, you know, special teams, Bengals had the advantage uh, in just a simple aspect that it you know they have. They had, you know, more experience. And anytime you have uh, Kevin Huber as your punter, that's automatically a, you know, an advantage right there. And that's, you know, that's what happened. You know, Kevin Huber, he did get the the touchback late in the game, uh, which, you know, you really don't want that to happen. But, you know, it it could go, you know, it could have gone either way. Uh, you had, like I said, the special teams advantage when, uh, like I said, Emmanuel Lemire uh, recovered. You know, the muff punt that, that Keenan Allen had in the very first uh, in the first quarter on the very first possession. That's the first time any of the Chargers touched the ball, dropped, and next thing you know, the Bengals get the ball, and you know, we put in the end zone right after that. Uh, but you know, Kevin Huber, 54-yard punt uh, that was down inside the five, or was that I believe at the five-yard line actually off the top of my head. That is what. Kevin Huber can bring. Uh, he did get the touchback late in the game that gave um, that gave the Chargers, the, you know, like I said, where they had that chance to, uh, you know, to go 80 yards to, you know, to to take advantage of, uh, of the Bengals not putting them away. Uh, like I said, it was an 80 yard. It could have been an 80 yard drive. You know, he got the uh, he put the ball in the end zone, got the touchback. It happens, but you know, you know, Kevin Huber, that's that's the kind of thing you're you're going to get, um, but. You know, Nugent missed that 36-yard field goal. That's the kind of thing. That's another thing that can uh, you can't afford to have that happen. Uh, it just you know things like that. It cannot happen. You have to make your field goals. Um, you know, you, you got to put those points on the board. Um, like I said, it was it was an ugly game. You know, from top to bottom. Um, you know, there was a lot. Of, it was a heavily penalized game. Uh, I believe there were 17 penalties combined between the two teams. That, you know, I don't care who you are. That's ugly. That's not good. Uh, nobody wants to watch that. You know, it's it was ugly, and uh, that's exactly what what you don't want to see as a fan. Um, you know, but 
you know, it's like I said, a win's a win. Um, you know, there was nine penalties by the Bengals here. I'm looking up the stats here. Uh, you know, like I said, each team did miss a field goal. Um, they did shut them down, like I said, uh, special teams-wise. Josh Lambeau, like I said, he is a rookie, uh, but he, he missed one of the kicks uh, in the game that changed a little bit of the momentum. You know, Mike Nugent, you know, he can't afford you, – you can't have your, your veteran kicker like that miss kicks, which, like he did. And that uh, kind of stuff just can't happen. Um, but overall, you know, they this game was predicated on Andy Dalton in the offense. That's what it's going to come down to. Defense did a good job, like I said, but this game was won by the offense. Uh, plain and simple, uh, you know, they just got it done. That's exactly what you want. You know, Dalton threw for 269 yards and, and there's two touchdowns in the very first game. Um, you know, who's going up against, you know, Phillip Rivers, who threw for 404 yards and two touchdowns in that first game. So you're going, you had a game to where, you know, two quarterbacks were, you know, were coming in, you know, with a good, you know, you know with a good first game. And, you know, they were looking to build off that momentum. Uh, you know, Andy Dalton took advantage of it. It's just what it's going to come down to. Um, you know, I think obviously the play of the game was the Jake Fisher, you know, when he caught the, the, the touch or the, the pass, the 31 yard pass, uh, the swing pass, you know, that was the play of the game for me. It seemed to get everyone, it seemed to get the stadium all jacked up. Um, but you know, it's, you know, it was huge. It's kind of what it comes down to. It, you know, like it or not, you know, I know a lot of people don't like Andy Dalton, but you got to give the guy credit. Andy Dalton, you know, he just, you know, it, it's, it's, it, the staff speak for themselves. I don't care who you are. I'm just, I, I'm tired of, you know, people shredding Andy Dalton. But then, like I said, you know, you can't, you, you can't argue his stats so far, you know. He's, you know, he's getting it done. Forty-one to sixty. I'm going to repeat it again. Forty-one to sixty, for 483 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. Quarterback rating of 120.3. That is what, you know, Dalton. You know, I, and I didn't hear. It was kind of aggravating a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Was you know, people around me. I did hear. You know, a ball. I think the ball was overthrown uh, to. Uh, may have been Marvin Jones, I believe. It was on the sidelines. It was one of the, the deep passes attempted that, you know, and everyone just started to shred him, and I heard, oh, that's the typical Andy Dalton. You know, that's just that's what you're going to get, you know, but that kind of stuff does have to stop. Andy Dalton has to get those throws in bounds. Um, you know, he's overthrown his guys. That's something that has to um, – that's got to change. There's – like any of those deep balls that he throws – you never know what you're going to get from him. And, um, you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, I, I'm, I feel like I'm in a bad spot and, uh, you know, I, I'm tired of defending Andy Dalton because I think he's a great quarterback. I don't care. I don't care. Shred me. I, I don't care. Shred me. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. Um, like I said, stats speak for themselves. Um, you know, but it is what it is. Um, I, I think the Bengals did a good job. Um, you know, I'm impressed though. Like I said, we've got a tough two games coming up here against the 0-2 Baltimore Ravens. Uh, then you got Kansas City right after that. You actually had the Baltimore next week in their home opener. 
they've suffered two tough losses uh, to Denver at first, and then Oakland yesterday. Uh, you know, so you know, you know, Baltimore's gonna be gunning for you. It's just the way it is. Uh, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Like I said, you're gonna go out there. We we you know we swept them last year. Uh, we know what's gonna go on. Uh, so you know, it's gonna be a tough AFC North game. So you can look for my preview of that game here coming up this week on the FTI blog, uh, fticsports.blogspot.com. Uh, we've got about nine minutes or so left. Uh, so if you want to call, taking calls here, you can call in at 516-387-1365. That's 516-387-1365. Uh, like I said, we've got about nine minutes or so left in the in the show. I'm looking for your calls. Uh, you, you can hit me up on Twitter as well at I am Chris Asbrock. So, yeah, feel free to uh, to call in. Uh, like I said, I'm taking calls right now uh, or any, you know, any chatter on Twitter or anything like that. Uh, feel free to hit me up. Uh, we can uh, we can chat all we want, uh, you know, like I said. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's been it's been fun uh, so far this season. Uh, you know, like I said, um, the Bengals so far, they haven't been they haven't been pretty. But you know what? That's just the way it is. It's just, you know, you're not going to get – it's not going to be perfect at all times um, for this team. But, you know, if they keep doing what they've been doing uh, these first two games, they're going to be a very, very, very tough team to beat when it gets to the playoffs. Um, I believe uh, Peter King on his Monday morning quarterback, uh, he mentioned something. Uh, it was kind of interesting. It's exactly what I, kind of what I just said. Uh, while it's true that uh, the Bengals have to get the playoff monkey off their backs, what they've done in the first two games shows it's not something that beats them down. The next three weeks at Baltimore, then Kansas City and Seattle at home. Yeah, I was, was going to say I lost my track. Uh, yeah, uh, Kansas City and Seattle at home, all defenses that can pressure the quarterback. Well, we'll give you a good indita- indication whether Dalton has enough weapons and can rise to the pressure he has to be feeling. That's what it comes down to. But I think a lot of this is it's not all on Andy Dalton. I know a lot of people last year blamed Dalton, you know, too much. Um, but it's going to come down to everyone else on this team. They have to step up, and they have to they have to help out as well. You know, not having, you know, like and I was telling people last week, not having Tyler Eifert, really shows how much it hurt, especially when the when you saw what he could do. And that was another weapon last year that Andy Dalton did not have. Andy Dalton had no weapons in that in that playoff game against the Colts. Um but now you're going up against two defenses that were actually three technically. You're going up against now the Baltimore Ravens who a lot of people picked to win the division. I believe I picked them to finish second or third in the division. Uh, regardless, I picked them to make the playoffs. I know that. So you're going up against a team that, you know, you know what you're going to get in Baltimore. They're going to play you tough. They're going to punch you in the mouth. The loss of Terrell Suggs due to that, I believe, is Achilles injury. That hurts, obviously. Uh, that, that's going to that's gonna hurt them a little bit. But, you know, you, you still know Baltimore is Baltimore. They're going to play you tough. And, you know, so, you know, it's stuff like that that, you know, that's what you're going to be facing. And this team, you know, it's going to come down to Andy Dalton, and he's just got to get it done. And, you know, we'll see what's going to go on here. That's going to be the interesting part. Um, 
you know, you just have to you just have to get it done. Uh, especially now, because like I said, when you face you face Baltimore, and then you have Kansas City. Kansas City, if you didn't watch the game against uh, Denver on Thursday, that was just an incredible game. It looked like Kansas City was going to blow them out of the water. And then Peyton Manning, they had him all flustered. Uh, they switched up the offense a little bit to where uh, they had Peyton, instead of going from under center to where he was getting a lot of pressure, Tom Bali um, was wreaking havoc. And, you know, that whole defense was wreaking havoc, you know, period. Um, they made things uncomfortable for Peyton Manning. Once they once they kind of switched up that offense a little bit, then they made it tough for – they made it tough on Kansas City because Peyton Manning – can he can get rid of the ball quickly? That's one thing that we saw against. Uh, we saw him against Denver, you know, or you know, we, we know, the Monday night game last year basically is what it was. They had the, you know, they made things look uncomfortable for him as well. When you know, they put they put pressure on Peyton Manning, and then he was able to when you get him, you know, when you make him feel uncomfortable, and it's like that with any quarterback. It's going to be fun, and that's exactly what you know. That's exactly what happened in this case. But you know, the uh, they were able to uh, they were able to get pressure on him. But then, like I said, they, once the Broncos switched the offense and had Peyton come out of the, the shotgun, that's when he made it difficult on Kansas City. He was the quick passes, quick releases, stuff like that that was really helping him out. Uh, but Kansas City, they got a tough defense. Uh, you know what you're going to get from them. And then obviously you have the Seattle the Seattle Seahawks coming to town. That's going to be a tough one as well. Uh, you know, they're without Cam Chancellor, who is right now in the middle of his uh, in the middle of his um, uh, what is it holdout. So, you know, they're not going to be as they're going to be motivated, especially now because they're only two. Uh, the two tough losses to the St. Louis and then uh, Green Bay last night. They're going to be tough. They're going to come in here. They're going to want to. They're going to want to basically, they're going to, you know, take it to us. Especially, but, you know, the fact is they're on the road. You know, they're coming here. So the next three games are absolutely crucial for the for the Bengals. Um, you know, it, you just have to take advantage of, of what you got. And, I, and honestly, I think that's going to be the case. Um, they will, you know, they'll get it done. Uh, I think if you're able to come out, you know, the next three games, if you're able to come out two and one, you're in great, you're in great shape. Obviously, three and zero is better. One and two, I I, I don't like it, um, but you know, I I don't think that I don't I don't think that it's going to be, you know, not it's not going to be acceptable. Let's put it that way, because you know, you basically you have four games left before the bye. You go to Baltimore, um, you know, like I said, you go to Baltimore. You come home for the next two against uh, Seattle, or Kansas City and Seattle. Then you head to to Buffalo. Tough place to play. Uh, you know they've been doing a good job. Uh, they they did just get blown out yesterday by Tom Brady and the Patriots, but you know who hasn't? But if you can go into the bye week, you know at four and two, you're sitting pretty uh, right now. There's no reason this team, kind of from what I've seen, there's no reason this team can't go five and one. You know, hell, even six and zero going into the bye week. Um, it's going to be tough, but you know this Bengals schedule is tough. Uh, but you look at what they've got coming up. You know they can do it. You know you've got your toughest games this year seem to be at home. Um, kind of the way everything's kind of shaping up. Uh, like I said, you got Kansas City at home, you got Seattle at home. 
Um, you still got the Texans coming in here on Monday night. You got St. Louis, who's played well. Uh, they're coming in here. Uh, you, you know, obviously you got your divisional games, but you do head to uh, San Francisco and Denver. Um, but regardless, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, it, it happens. So, uh, like I said, regardless, um, you know, it was an ugly game. Um, you know, the Bengals, like I said, have to, you know, have to clear it up. Uh, you know, we got about a minute left here in the show, so I'm just going to kind of wrap it up here real quick. I appreciate you guys sticking with me here in this first, uh, it's the first time I've done a live show like this. So it's been, uh, it's kind of interesting, but again, I, I appreciate everyone, uh, you know, you sticking with me through this. It's a new one for me. So, um, again, I appreciate it. I did ramble on a lot. Uh, it is, it's a little difficult, but, uh, Again, thank you so much. We will be back to obviously recap, uh, you know, the Bengals next next game in Baltimore. But um, check me out on Twitter. I am, you know, you can check me out at I am Chris Hasbrock. Also, uh, check out the blog, uh, ftisports.blogspot.com. Uh, you can also there's on there, you know, I, I put a bunch of stuff up there. If you're interested in writing for me, um, you know, give me a shout. There's uh, information on the blog there that'll tell you. How to uh, how to contact me and uh, and get you know and set yourself up. I'd love to have help. Uh, you can also I, I ask that you please donate. Uh, there's a spot on there to donate and help us out. Uh, you know it'll help us with more stuff. Um, but thank you guys so much for you know for tuning in and sticking with me. And we'll be back uh, next time. Thank you guys. <laughs>